Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to the Free Top Podcast. This is your boy, A. Fort, my co-host, Sandy E. What's up, guys? And today, I have, we have a special guest with us, one of my good friends, Niche, and she's actually here to talk about friendship with us. Team, pull the mic to your ears. We're so excited to be here with A. Fort, Sandy E. Ready to do something incredible. We're going to talk about friendships, empathy, and really growing as adults. So I'm so excited to be here. Ready to do something incredible. Yeah. Yeah, adult friendships. How's it been for you guys? I think it's been really crazy. I think friendships stem maybe from 25 plus years. I am about to hit 30. That shit is crazy. But I classify my friendships in terms of three categories. So the first category is friends from home, like friends from high school. Second category is my line sisters. I'm repping for the K's. We here. What's up? Let's go. Ski we. And then that third category would be my friends from DC. Send E. We got A forward here. So just navigating those, I think um, they all deserve different types of nurturing. And I also will be very either abrupt or kind to each. And I think as we hit that 30 club, it's very difficult to understand which each type of tier or classification needs. So that's where I'm at right now. I'm still trying to navigate that. And it's been a challenge, but it's still been beautiful at the same time. So let me break it down. Because you said a lot. Yeah. You said 25 years of friendship. Yeah. And then you said you classify your friendships like by tier. First of all, 25 years of friendships, that's rare. So congrats really on that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't it feel really like a lot is. of people it like really have friends for like more than two years. Um, so how were you able to like keep those friendships? And because there's a lot of like fake friends around here. Yeah, so baby. do you feel that these friendships are like genuine or... Yeah, I think um, it's a beautiful thing. Um, the friends from 25 years, those are my friends from home, friends from high school. And um, they've been through with, they've been through a lot with me. Um, you know, I grew up from a single parent home, not having much. And my friends from home, luckily, were from a diverse um, community. They did have two parent homes. So these were the friends that were paying for me to go to the movies, paying for me to go to the skating rink. Really, like, my sisters, their family now, like, they've had my back when I had nothing. And I now, hitting that 30 club, like, I will have their back now. And that's the beautiful thing, right? Like, they were there with me when I had nothing. Now to have something, I can now, you know, kind of give them that nurturing that they need. And, you know, we're there together and we're going through life together. And it's a blessing. That's pretty good. That's pretty dope. Um. I feel like a lot of people, you know, having friends for 25 plus years, especially as a new, that's tough. You know, I mean, I ain't got no friends left from high school. I lost my last couple of friends from high school about maybe about four or five years ago. What about you, Sandy? Um, my relationships on friendships, it's, it's a little bit different because growing up, my parents didn't allow us to have friends. Like, I have a large family, so, like, when they saw us having friends, it was kind of looked at, like, a bad thing. It was just like, why do you want to hang out with this person? Why do you want to go to this person's house? So, like, from a young age, I feel like the value of friendship just wasn't there. 
So like, and then I'm not saying like, I don't want to not be friends with people, but it's just like, I don't know, like just having someone around for a long time, I feel like that's just, um, that is, um, I don't want to say it's unreal, but that's just like something I've never experienced for, I, I've, I've never experienced that. Um, I've met a lot of people, but maintaining that friendship for a long time, I can't say that I have. And it's not because like we had like beef or we fell out. It's just like, I don't know. I guess I really just didn't push to maintain that friendship. Um, so when people say they've made friends for like middle school and stuff, I'm just like, oh my God, really? Like, like why? But in a good way, like, mm -hmm. why are you still friends with these people? Why do you still want them in your lives? Like, do you, you know, talk to these people regularly? You know, like, what does that look like? Cause it's a beautiful thing. I wish I had it, you know, I'm definitely yeah. not against it, but it's just like, how did you maintain those friendships without like, cause I know there had to be some kind of fallout some kind of argument, you know what I mean? But like, what made you be like, you know what? I'm sticking with this person. Like no matter what. Yeah, of course. There's always going to be fallout. I think that's the biggest thing. Like you're going to argue. Because any type of relationship will have arguments and you can't avoid that. And to think that's not natural is a lie. And I pray to God, anyone who's listening, they understand that you're going to argue with everyone that you come into, um, you know, kind of that knocking with. Like, um, I think the beautiful thing is that, you know, me and my friends from high school, we were able to go to college and be separate, right? Like, I went to different colleges from my friends from home and... I joined a sorority a sorority, and I was able to have my own idea of sisterhood. But those my friends from home, they're still there, right? I think it's the idea of, you know, growing with people when you had nothing. I think that's the biggest thing for me. Um, you know, again, my friends came from two-parent homes. I came from a single-parent home, and they still rode by me. They still made sure I had everything. I, I can't leave that behind. I don't know. It's just something in me. I couldn't leave that behind. And, you know, as I continued to progress to be a better woman and I told them what was going on in my life, like me seeking therapy and things of that nature and how much it impacted my life, me seeking God, they started to come along with me too. And that's when you know when it's true friendship. When you tell people that you're better in your lives, the people who want you to see you doing bad, they're going to let you continue to do bad. But the people who want you to see you doing good, they're going to stick on to the good things that got you going on in life. Again, that therapy, my friends are doing therapy from home. Again, the God thing, I can't force anyone to be close to God and I would never will be. But that spirituality, they are seeking that now too. So that's how you know when a true friendship is when like they see you doing the good in life and they want to attach on to it too. And that's not going to be everybody's type of circle, but your real friends will continue to track forward with you. And it's been a blessing this far. So you would say that, I guess, like with your real friends, like you feel like with them, you know, as they see you progressing, you know, they trying to be a part of the journey. They trying to be a part of the journey. And but Honest. do you feel like they're competing with you, though? Like, because you know how some friends, mm -hmm. it's just like, they see you doing good, but it's just like, oh, I got to be better than her. So it becomes a competition. Do you feel like it's like that? that? Or do you feel like it's it's a bad thing if they try to compete with you? 
baby, compete with me, babe. Let's do it. Let's go right now. Like, I want that shit. Like, be better than me. Let's go. Because that's how I was taught. Like, raised by a single mother, my mom was always taught me to be better than her. Mm-hmm. Like, period, no offense or but. She, my mom told me, make more money than me. Mm-hmm. Period. So that's how I treat my friends. My friend has a business she's doing here on top of corporate America. Baby, I'm not making that type of money, but I want that for her because she's good at it. Her hands are swift, but she's still able to adapt and be the woman that she needs to be in corporate America and handle shit in pharmacy. So, hey, do that shit. I try to be a fitness influencer. That's not for me. I don't like social media, but my friend is killing it with her social media type of following. So, hey. As long as you're doing the thing that's going to propel you and make you a better woman, a better person, never be a hater. Be better than me. I love that shit. That shit is like, okay, I need to step up my game too. And I saw it feels and my friends feel the same way. So it feels good. It does. Wholeheartedly. So in a sense, it's like, you know, you expect like kind of your friends to be kind of like, you know, your, your number one supporters, like your motivators. You know, they keep you going. They keep you pushing. They challenge you to do better. You know, challenging you to like, reach your your greatest heights you know um at least i think that's how it should be for me um you know friendship you know it's cool you know i think it took me a while in my life to really develop like a friendship with people um i feel like you know i had my first very best friend back in back in middle school seventh grade um that was my dog that was my role dog and then he eventually moved Mm-hmm. Um, and I think as I got older, I kind of just like, you know, just really been very conscientious of who I call friend, you know, cause everybody you come in contact with that kicking with you, that's nice. They not your friend. Mm-hmm. You know, they may be a good associate, but yeah, they not your friend. Yeah. You know, I think, you know, I developed my, my real solid friends when I was in college, um, that I'm still friends with today. Um, I love them to death. I do, you know, they're back down south um and i noticed you know once i moved you know the the friendship the relationship that we had it kind of i wouldn't say it kind of like lessened but i I saw a switch in it but i think that kind of just came came with like the territory of what was going on you know i still love my friends who i made in college you know those are my boys you know, friends forever, um, and I'm appreciative of them. I really am. Um, you know, I know since I relocated from Georgia, I've noticed the relationship kind of simmered down some, but it's still all love. You know, when I, every time I talk to him, it's like I haven't talked to him in a while, which is okay. Um, but no love lost. I appreciate them. You know, I cherish them and, you know, I appreciate the relationship that we created. You May know? I ask a question? Do you think it's them or you? What do you mean? Ooh. Do you think it's them or you in terms of the friendship? Like, you know, do you think you changed or do you think they changed? That's a good question. Um, but I, I have changed. Um, I think that's just something that just happens in life. I think when you... You kind of separate yourself from a familiarity. Mm-hmm. You know, you grow, you develop, you get wiser. You know, you come across different people. You know, you 
you kind of, in a sense, I think it's just a human nature thing that happens. Yeah. Um, and it's okay, you know. I mean, I didn't expect to move and relocate and stay the same, you know. Uh, I'm thankful for the growth. Um, and I'm thankful to still have my friends from down south. I'm thankful to create friendships here where I'm at. And, you know, I cherish both of them. Um, thankful for both of them. And, you know, I think it, for a while, I think it kind of was a, not a bother to me, but it still was an adjustment of wrapping my mind up around the fact that, you know, my friends who, you know, I developed in college, who I, I, I made and developed through college, and now that I'm a, a full adult and I, I've grown, it's just different, you know? Um, it's just different. Conversations like are different. Yeah, it's part of adulting, you know? though. Like, yeah, it as is. As you get older, like, the relationships <laughs> are going to change. People, like, have different life events. Um, I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing if the relationship is kind of different in a, in a sense that you guys don't see each other or talk with each other as often mm -hmm. it doesn't necessarily mean that there's like beef there it's just like absolutely you know not. Absolutely i can't not. dedicate as much time to this friendship as i have before i mean granted you can always like plan trips and stuff like that because mm -hmm. you still have to be intentional but um i, I just feel like it's a part of adulting it changes yeah it's a part of life it's, yeah. it's one of those things that just kind of happen you yeah. know um, it's not like we go looking for it or we go intending to do that. It's just one of those things that just happen, you know. But I also wanted to, to interject, and I feel as though relationships take work, right? In the relationship, mm -hmm. girlfriend, boyfriend, friendships take work. For sure. And I feel as though I want to kind of navigate through the idea of, like, are you committing as much, like, work to your friendship as your relationships? Like, what does that look like? Um, I mean, when it comes as far as my friendships, um, I feel like in a sense of I'm kind of just, I'm going with them with what is, what I'm being given. Mm -hmm. And as cliche as that sound, I mean, it's the truth. Um, you know, you know, I love my friends from back home about down South, uh, I wouldn't trade them for the world. Um. You know, I guess at this point in my life, I just, you know, I'm in a different kind of space. You know, I'm in a space of just growing, to continue to developing, evolving, and not to say that I'm leaving them behind, but in a sense, it's like, you know, very significant a part of my life when I was transitioning. Mm -hmm. And now that I actually made that transition, um, you know, it's just a little different. Um, you know, it's just, I'm still trying to figure that part out. You know, I love them to death, you know, but I'm just on a different wave right now. You know, I know, you know, they have their things going on and that's cool too. You know, we'll check in, you know, every so often, make sure we're good. Like, you know, it's not like a, oh, I ain't heard of him, but oh, like, you know, what's good mm -hmm. type of thing. Um, and I appreciate it. You know, I'm appreciative 
those friendships. I'm grateful for those friendships. I'm grateful for the friendships that I created, you know, here in the DMV. Yeah. I feel as though friendships is work. I I dedicate it to it like it's work, right? Um, so for me, what our best practices, if we're talking about work, right, we're thinking in that mindset, like, um, it's an hour per, it's an hour per week, right? So for me, like, I'm going to talk to someone who I consider my best friend an hour per week. My other guy friend who I'm really close to, he's going to get an hour per week and it could be a Tuesday or a Wednesday. And then my group of friends from home, they're going to get an hour per week. We're going to get a group call. I think that that's something that I noticed works best for me that I'm hitting Every single layer of friendship that I need to hit, everyone is feeling comfortable. They know that they heard from me, regardless of what area of the country I'm in, they've heard from me. I think that works best, and it's just work. It's sadly it is work, but you have to classify it as that because, like, when I talk to my grandparents and they talk about their friends and how they've gone and how they passed, like, it's just like they wish they had more time, right? You know, and. I just think by me just dedicating the time now, I, I don't want to feel like that, you know? So mm-hmm. that's just kind of where I'm at right now. No, I definitely get that. You know, you definitely have to cherish the time that we have. You know, you don't want to be years later wishing what you could have, would have, should have when it comes to your friends. You know, I think time is definitely of the essence. Got to make it the most of the present time that we have. Um, so I think that's a really good practice. It's a definitely a good practice. Yeah, you um, gotta make time. But what makes you want to make time for a specific person? Or what makes you want to be friends with this person? Because obviously everybody you meet, you're not going to be friends with them. Mm-hmm. You know, some people you can just kind of be like, you know, like, hey, you know, that's not my type of chick or whatever, right? So that's that's real. Period. So, uh, period. I'm gonna I'm gonna get out of work vibes. Period. She's yeah. not my type of chick, but period. Yeah. So what makes you be like, okay, like this I can see me and this person being friends. I'm going to put effort towards this friendship. You know what I mean? So that that's what I'm trying to understand when these people are like, I've been friends with this person for mm-hmm. a long time. Like, okay, like why did you wanna do that with that specific person? Like I think it's a two-way street, right? Like like I said, my friends from home, they've been my friends for like 25 plus years. And it's a two-way street. Like, there's some times that I even fall off where like I was involved with AKA. I was involved with like Rutgers and just college and collegiate stuff. And they would still reach out to me like, oh, Nish, when are you coming home? Like that's so good. Like when are you coming home? Yeah, it is. When when is. like when are we gonna do hookah together? That's you and <laughs> y'all know me. I love my hookah. <laughs> um, that type of stuff. It was is a two way street. Like I give, you give. Like I did. I did therapy. My friends did therapy in twenty twenty. Mm-hmm. You know, like me stating that I invested in stock. That and that really pushed them to invest in stock. It's just like. You see the good in me. I see the good in you. We continue to kind of push forward. And those are my friends. Like, and don't worry. Don't don't get me wrong, baby. Like, I curse my friends out. We we get into it. These, they, we, ooh, they get the worst. They get it the worst from my line sisters and my friends from D.C. But they knew who, they know who I am. They knew me when I had nothing. And they still love me. And, like, I'm not even gonna lie. Like, I may be the one who has the most right now, 
But life changes. Yeah. It's like it's, it's like a tornado. Like things are good for me, things may be not good for them. Things are good for them, things may not be good for me. But we still love each other, and that's just what it is. Like through the tough times, they have my back. Through the tough times, I have them back. They don't have to worry about that. It's no events or buts. We're gonna make shit happen. Sorry to curse on a podcast. Oh, but... no, that's good. I mean, it sounds like y'all really put y'all was pouring into one another. Yeah, yeah. And just as much as and as as important it is to pour into someone that you're in a relationship with, you gotta pour into these friendships that you went to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you do. Yes. Um, pouring into your friendships, you know, you pour into them, they pour into you. That makes that makes a difference and. You know, it sounds like that's exactly what was going on. Yeah. And uh, I applaud that. You know, that's what's up. I think that's really dope. Mm-hmm. Um, I think a lot of friendships, you know, especially as we continue to grow older and, you know, we, we meet different people. So I think that's important, too. As much as you are pouring into a relationship, you know, your friendship is still a relationship as well. Mm-hmm. And sure. I think, you know, you got to pour into your friendship. You know, you pour into your friends and they pour into you. That's what makes those friendships last so long. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes, or a lot of times, people come across, oh, well, they find themselves where they're pouring so much into their, their particular friend, but they're not getting that reciprocity from them. Mm-hmm. Well, at that time, it's like, maybe you need to reevaluate the friendship. You yeah. know, I admire stuff like that. I admire a person, you know, a friendship where, you know, everyone's been in the fit off one another, Mm -hmm. you know, that's good. You don't really hear that these days. You don't hear that. A lot of friends try to tear each other down. Like that story that came out with the girl and her friends, they went to Mexico and then, Mm -hmm. I mean, it's a whole Mm -hmm. lot of allegations, like, you know, Mm -hmm. so I don't want to speak too much of it, but just looking at like, you know, when you see like your friend is successful and then... Like, to hear that you're pushing them, it's just, it's beautiful, but it's just, like, it's kind of rare. Because most people would just try to, like, tear you down behind your back. Like, you know, just talk shit about you. So, it's just, like, you know, how do you know that this person is your friend for real? Mm-hmm. Um, so, I guess that's, you know, because, I mean, again, it's, it's a lot of fake stuff out here. So, yeah, is, I think I think I want to shift, and this is a topic that's so sensitive for me. Is the idea of a best friend, right? Mm-hmm. I think I've had multiple of them, and I don't have a best friend to this day. Um, and that's the one thing that I think it's it's very rare to have a best friend in this day and age. And granted, I have my friends from home, I have my sorority sisters, I have you guys, but to classify someone as a best friend, that's something that's very sensitive to me because I've done it maybe twice, and it's bit me in the butt. And it's scary to do it as an adult to say this person is my best friend because you're putting so much weight onto a so onto someone who is not perfect, right? Mm-hmm. And you are just really dedicating your love and your time to them as that singular person as a best friend, and they fall short, and that shit kills you. And I've seen it done to me twice, and it's just like something that I'm still trying to like grow from, like. Those are the best friend, that title. I don't use it often. I haven't used it in the past three years. Don't know if I ever reuse it again. And it's something that's so scary because it's just like to a point of like, that's your family. Like, 
I think of my my parents, right? And you think of a best friend, right? That's as close because I grew up with no siblings. So parents, best friend, that is the closest thing to you. Mm-hmm. And it's falling through twice and it's just something that I'm just not comfortable giving that title to anyone else. And it sucks and it's sad, but it's the truth. And I feel so it's something that I have to go through. And it's something that I'll continue to go through. But that's just where I'm at with it right now. No, I, I feel you. That's real. You know, best friend, that's, you know, that's not a title that anybody can mm-hmm. just hold. Um, I feel like, you know, in my life I had three best friends. Um, you know, and those, at the time, those people, you know, they were... They were there for me. Those were the people mm-hmm. that, those were my dogs. Those were like my roles. Those were like people I can go to. Um, you know, you just can't, can't call anybody your best friend. And I think for people who have like best friends till this mm-hmm. day, you know, whether they're older or younger, you know, that says a lot, man. You know, not just anybody can be a best friend. Right. Not just anybody, you know. Um, yeah, I feel like I don't really even give people the title of friend, which is kind of so sad, but it's just like, I've just had so many, like, very, uh, bad friendships, I would say, that it's just, it's, it's, it's hard for me to be like, hey, this person is my friend. I've met some awesome people and then there, there are people I want to hang out with and get to know a little bit more. But to be like calling you a friend for me, that's scary as hell. Like, so I have this like two year mark thing. Like if we're not friends for two years, like I need to see what's, what's happening during that, that time. Then after that, then I'm like, okay, maybe that's my friend, you know? Mm -hmm. And I was like, see where that goes. Um, and during that time, it doesn't have to be perfect. I know there's going to be challenges, but I mean, I've, I've known people for like two years and then, you know, there, it was a fallout and I just never thought that it would go that way. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah. So after that, I was just kind of a little bit, uh, guarded, you know, like, I'm just like, okay, like I'll talk to people. I love talking to people, love hanging out, getting to know people, but as far as like friends, like, oh, I'm gonna call this person and tell them how I'm feeling and this and that, because I just feel like they're just not going to. Um, yeah, I guess I'm just bringing my old friendships into it, which is a bad thing. I shouldn't be doing that, but it's just, that's just how it is. But I think friendships are beautiful and, you know, you can't live without people. Yeah. Like, you you no, can't do it on real. your own, but. That's real. Um, but as an adult, it's just so hard to make it because number one, everyone's busy and people mm-hmm. probably have gone through sim- so many relationships, mm-hmm. you know, and trials and stuff like that. So I feel like everyone is like, we feel the same way. It's just like, okay, you know, like let it take some time. But I don't know. It's just where I'm at with it. Friends. How many of us have them? Right. Um... Ones we can depend on. You know, that's that's a real thing. Yeah, it's a real question. Um, that's a real thing. So, I guess my question is, I mean, what would you consider a friend, Nish? Whew. Um, I'm bl- I, I think, so I'm in a really good relationship, knock on wood. And um, I just kind of look at it as the same type of standards, right? Like, 
communication. Are we communicating on the same level? Like, is it the same type of cadence? Like, mm-hmm. I'm talking to you, you talking to me. We are on the same page that of part, how we can part, talk. I think it's that same level of grace that we can give to each other. Like, I'm not perfect. I know I'm not the perfect being. And I don't expect you to be the perfect being. I hate apologizing. Everybody knows that me. I hate apologizing. But I do it. Can you apologize to me? Like, those things matter. Um, I just think about, like, can I lean on you when times get tough? Like, when there's a tragedy. Like, are you there for me? Like, when there is a tragedy, are you willing to really stop everything that's in front of you to make sure I'm good? Because I'm going to do the same thing. Is there tragedy? Are you going to be there? Because I'm going to be there. I want to make sure that I, is that reciprocation is good. And I, the idea of like, I don't know, like I can really count on you. Like when things get tough and whew. That that's really hard to find. Really count on people when things get tough, and it is. Yeah, it it it's really hard. But also, I think the biggest thing is, I don't expect people to be perfect. Like I think I will continually understand that people will not be perfect, and I give people chances. You know, as long as you're not trying to steal my man, as long as you're not trying to steal my job, as long as you're not trying to steal my money, I'm gonna give you some grace. You know, like, those are the things I will give you, like, I will do my best. But, you know, if you try to do all those things, I can't be a friend with you. But, you know, things happen. We're not perfect. You know, only God is. And that's why I think, you know, it allows me to just be really patient with people and things of that nature. But I know as human beings, like, we we are capable of being loving creatures like i i feel that in my heart like i know like society teaches us even social media teaches us because i know y'all listen to me now (laughs) social media teaches us to not depend on people like we can do without them like i can't trust nobody no god does not want you to be that way he does not and i need you to really remember that he does not want you to be that way he did not put you in this earth to be alone there was always adam and eve it was multiple creatures on this world to depend on each other. And that's why you need friendship. So that's why I lean on that today. So I, I question all that. I mean, I, I agree with everything that you're saying. You know, mm-hmm. I get it. Um, what, how do you feel about boundaries and friendships? Baby, boundaries all the time. Don't ever talk to me about my man. Ever. <laughs> <laughs> Don't ever talk to me about my man. Okay. It's like, no, I'm kidding. Um, um, I think it's important to have boundaries. Whew, I'm the biggest thing. I keep yelling about it, but we are not hanging out. You will never hang out with my man without me being there okay. as a woman. Yeah. You will never. That will never happen. I don't care how close I've been friends with you. You will never hang out with my man without me being there. I don't do that. We don't do that here and not in this house. My man know that. That's right. My man know that. My friends know that. We do not do a third will. I don't live that lifestyle. I don't. I will never reciprocate it either. Okay? So those are boundaries for me. Boundaries are also... Don't disrespect my family members. No matter how much I tell you I'm really upset with them at the moment, don't go out your way to disrespect my family member. Don't do that. We ain't doing that here. That's not okay. Ever. 
don't ever disrespect my family member, no, no matter how upset I am with them. And the boundaries, too, is just like, if we, we gonna get into disagreements, friends get into disagreements, mm-hmm. please ask me if it's a good time to talk. Please. If you have a problem with me, ask me on the forefront, is this a good time to talk? Don't just ambush me with the problem that you have or something that's going to, you know, like ask me, hey, Niche, is this a good time to talk? Because that's so important to me. I could have had a bad day. Something went on in my life that I couldn't have controlled. And you putting your problems on me. Don't do that to me, please, because I won't do that to you. Always ask your friends, is this a good time to talk? Is it a good time for us to have a conversation? Because you do not know what they're going through. And vice versa, they don't know what you're going through. Make sure you communicate that before you start unpacking and unloading on them. I That's just what you need to do as a friend, period. So you would say that communication is very important in a friendship. Yes, it is, baby. <laughs> baby. <laughs> that's pretty much what that sounds like. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely think, you know, boundaries are important with friends. Um, you know, because I think sometimes friends find themselves in a case where they're crossing the lines. Like, we got to be like, hold on. Wait a minute. This is not okay. It's definitely okay to have boundaries with friends Mm -hmm. and I think sometimes people get a little timid about having those boundaries for friends because they might feel so they may try to cause some type of conflict or friction but you should be able to have that open level of communication with your friend if that's your friend you know communication is key you know I know it's been some times where I was beefing with friends and we had that line of communication like hey I just need to tell you how I feel about X, Y, Z, you know, and we resolved it. We, we squashed it. Ain't no more beef. You know, so I definitely think communication and friendships are important. Boundaries are important. You know, it's okay to let your friends know how you feel when you're going through something, you know, and if you get silent or you get distant, you know. Your friends are supposed to be the people who, you know, you can reach out to, that you can count on, that you can depend on, just like you were saying. You know, you should have that level of comfort. We're like, hey, you know, I'm not okay right now. Hey, I'm going through this right now. Hey, you know, that conversation me and you had a couple of weeks ago, you know, it didn't really sit well with me. You should be able to have that type of relationship with your friend. You know, it's important. That's Those are the things that make friendships last. To have that line of communication, to have that line of transparency, honesty. Um, and another thing I want to touch on is, I feel as though like sometimes with friendships, we shouldn't have to hold our tongue. I think it's okay to say how we feel. I think sometimes, especially if something had been bothering you and you've kind of just been letting it build up or you've been holding it in, you might just need to call that friend like, hey, you know, there's some things I need to communicate with you or express with you, but I just need to make sure you're in a, in a place to receive it right now. That's consideration, you know, because sometimes people will be going through some stuff and someone may have triggered them or whatever the case may be and they just want to call that friend up be like oh and just kind of go off on them but one thing i've learned is that sometimes you just got to call and you just got to be like hey 
there's something I want to address with you. I just need to make sure you're, you're in the headspace to receive it. It's a way of doing that. Mm-hmm. You know. Vice in 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 the vice versa spec of that, like it's like in this, for instance, say if you you was going through something with your man, right? And you called your friend up and be like, "Hey, you just start going off about whatever you was going through with your man." I think it's okay, and it's definitely important enough to be like, "Hey, you got time to just listen today." And I think some that's that's a really important thing. We have to remember to really be considerate of the people we call friend and how we're expressing ourselves to them, and to make sure they're good first before we just throw our our dirty laundry on them. Because I think that's a very important thing too. We got to be really considerate of that. Hey, where you, how's your headspace say? How are you doing today? How are you are you in the are you in the mental space to really listen today? I need you to just listen. I don't really need no feedback from you. I just need you to listen. I think it's important to ask those necessary questions. Because sometimes as people, we're humans, right? If we're going through something that's really eating us the fuck up, we're just going to just unravel. Mm-hmm. But we don't take the minute to be considerate of be like, hey, what kind of headspace are you in today? We don't ask the necessary questions. To make sure that we're not just throwing our dirty laundry onto someone that's already got a mountain hilltop full of dirty laundry. And I think it's important to ask those things. You know, so that's one thing I definitely have been practicing as a friend. It's to be like, hey, what kind of headspace you in today? Hey, everything good with you today? Because there's some stuff that's been bothering me that I need to unload. But I don't want to unload unless you're in a space to just listen right now. I don't need to hear no advice. I just need you to listen. Mm-hmm. I think that's very important. It's very important. But I feel like you also have to be willing to listen to that friend's issues as well. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like some friendships are one-sided. Mm-hmm. Like, you're always calling this person dumb. And I know there's different types of relationships. Like, some friends, this is my going out friend. This is my, like... Oof. You know, like I go this shopping. This is my turn up friend. This yeah, is my fun you know, friend. so it's different. T- <laughs> so I get that, but it's just like, can I call you? Because I'm the type of person I'm very empathetic. I'm your biggest cheerleader. Mm-hmm. You can call me, and I will uplift you. But mm-hmm. can I do the same with you? Yes. You know, it's like reciprocity. You know, because a lot That's of key. friendships are one sided. You know, it's like you gonna hear all my stuff, but when you got a problem, I don't want to hear it. It's just like. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I feel like at that point, you kind of have to step back and evaluate the friendship um, yeah. because your feelings matter, too, just as much as theirs, um, too, as well. So, yeah, friendships are definitely a two way street. Like everybody has to do the work. But I also feel like you just can't be friends with everybody. Like, it's just and I keep saying that because it's just like. I don't know. Some people are just. I mean, it's friends, true. You, you know? can't just be like friends some people with just take your information and just like spread it. I don't know sometimes with friends, they, yeah, that happens. But, um, yeah, it's just like what makes you want to keep this person around you for 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 a long time, and you know, and you really trusting that this person is like your biggest cheerleader. Because I don't have a good relationship with my family. I will say that. Um, 
they've done a lot of things that I just never would have imagined. So it's just kind of hard. Like you go through like a, a friendship breakup and then like a family breakup. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, who do you really trust? You know, because mm-hmm. it's just like people are like, oh, my family's like my best friend. Mm-hmm. I know that they have my back. They'll never do this, that and that to me. But they do it like they've been doing it several times. So it's just like it's kind of hard after that to like trust really anybody. So I wanted to ask you in terms of that scenario where like you've seen friendships not be so trusting, family not be so trusting. What does trust look like to you to this day? I think trust is someone who just um, really has your back when you're not in the room. Mm -hmm. Like you cannot be the one to drag my name in the mud. You know what I mean? You cannot be the one to steal from me. Um, You cannot be the one to, you know, just treat me how you would treat yourself. And not everybody treats themselves kind or whatever, Mm -hmm. but it's just like, I guess I just want you to, yeah, just, just loyalty, basically. Okay. You know, that that's what trust is to me, loyalty. I'm not saying you have to, it's just loyalty beyond that, honestly. And just, like, acceptance. Like, I, if you, if I'm going to call you my friend, you have to, like, accept me for who I am. And I'll accept the person for who they are, too. Mm-hmm. But it, it, it really doesn't go beyond that. Do you feel that you have friendships where you're there when they accept you? Do you feel that you're there at this point like when you have friendships that are at that point for you? I feel like at this point now I've pushed so many people away because I did not want to cultivate friendships. I okay. was just like, nope, I'm, I'm not. I had a wall up because I've had a lot. Like after the friendship breakup, I had literally, you know, I was able to move on. Like I had people around, but it's just like I was, I put a pause. It's just like, no, mm-hmm. I'm not going to reach out I'm not going to hang out it was just like I will be polite with you but to to have that bond I it's like yeah I don't want to do that anymore you know mm-hmm. because it's just like where's it gonna go but so, where are you at today I am very open now because I feel like I've healed from all of that yeah and it's just it's just a part of life it happens I feel like you know these breakups it's you just have to learn from it and I feel like I have another I don't have expectations. You know what I mean? And Woo. I feel like that was probably something that I had. That part. Yeah. You know, that I had to get rid of. Now, I do expect my, my I do expect respect. You mm-hmm. know, that's like the baseline. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to let you show me who you are. You know what I mean? And then, I, but I'm not going to have any expectations. Yeah. You know, so I feel like you kind of have to put that down. Um, so that's something that I can say that I've learned after all of these breakups and stuff like that. So now I'm very open. I see myself like I have a part time job and I'm like kikiing with all the girls and we exchange numbers. It's the kiki. <laughs> we exchange numbers, but it's just like I'm I'm just having a good time in the moment. Yeah, like it's in maybe. the moment. I don't expect us to. I, I have no expectations. I'm like, hey, we're gonna go to dinner one day, and you know, it's just like let let's. Just, See where it goes. Yeah, right? let's like, just I'm have open a good time to it now. I'm God, how it. good can it get? God, <laughs> how good can it get? That's what it's about. Yeah. That's what life is about. Period. Yeah. Period. Period. So that's that's mm. where I'm at with it. So it's just like, hey, you know, you, you got to move on. You can't like sulk in your your pain and stuff like that. I just I felt like I've done that too long, and I've mm. I've missed out on great friendships. I know that I when I moved here, like I met girls around my age and. 
I kind of feel bad because they really, really did like put an effort to it. Okay. They really, really did. But I was just like, Mm-mm. you just wasn't there. I, I wasn't ready. You know, I just wasn't ready. I was just like, nah, I'm good. Um, but I'm kind of happy I didn't go with, you know, like be their friends because they're, I don't know, like the mean girls and I don't like mean girls. Although yeah. I can be a mean girl, but it's just like, I was just at a different place. Um, but yeah, they did try, but now I'm just like, okay, I, I can see myself putting in effort because I don't have expectations. It's like, okay, she doesn't want to go out today. Cool. You know, I'll just go out by myself. I'll just, whatever. So I'm not really taking it personal unless I have to. Yeah. You know? So it's just like, yeah, just move on. I guess that's the whole lesson. You know, it's, it's, you'll have tribes and tribulations, unfortunately, with your people you feel like you would just be with forever. Yeah. Like, well, probably not forever, but I just really didn't think that it would happen between us. Because the friend that I had, like, we were, we did everything together. But that's usually how it is with, like, your 20-year-old friendships. Like, you're always so tight with the people. Um, and you just do everything together. We used to plan our schedules around together. We, like, we were tight, you know. So, so when that friendship broke up, it was just kind of, it was shocking. And then to see that person not trying to make an effort to rebuild the friendship yeah. too that's why i was just like oh okay well like it's it's really done you yeah. know like we're not even gonna try so that's i think that's why it was just very heartbreaking um but i mean it is what it is you have to move on there's a ton more people that are out there who you don't know who love you and who want you and accept you and so you just really have to like just move on from it because we have like billions billions of people on this yeah. earth and sometimes like when you meet somebody you're not going to hit it off like in the beginning but like as you get to know them it's, you know it's like okay you know let me see what what's, yeah. what's going on here but um yeah you just you, you can't like let past relationships interfere into your new one because you're just never going to be able to move forward i feel like so man it's wild yeah. friendships really are our relationships they, i mean they are yeah. they, they literally are relationships um, so I, I definitely get it. Um, I think sometimes, which, you know, we probably question like, you know, a lot of people hold on to friendships just because of the longevity of them. Mm-hmm. They may be friends with someone from high school or someone they may have known a long time just to keep the friendship just because they don't want to go out and make new friends. Yeah. Why is that though? Why do y'all think that is? It, it could be familiarity, right? Like, it's just, you know, these people know me for a long time, so this is who I want to be with. Um, maybe they don't know how the new friendship is going to go. Maybe they're just comfortable. I don't know. It could be a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I'm open to, to meeting new people. I think it's, you get a fresh perspective when you meet different people. Absolutely. Um you know, like, there. I mean, there's nothing wrong with holding on to, like, friendships that you've had for a while. But to be like, oh, I'm not going to make a new friend. It's just like, mm, yeah, You'd you be should. surprised. There's people that are actually holding on to lifelong friendships just because of the fact that they do not want to make new friends. That, mm-hmm. That's the thing. Say it again? Because they don't want to what? Because they don't want to make new friends. Mm-hmm. Or they may be afraid to. But going back to how friendships are so relevantly close to relationships i mean i think everybody in your circle if they not elevating you and making you better and allowing you to like really grow and excel 
you might need to change your friends. But but is that your friend's responsibility though? To Thank elevate you. you? Yeah. I mean in a sense, I, do you wanna be around you wanna be around people that are that are, are excelling, that are growing? Of do you course wanna be you around do. people that are just gonna just kinda in a sense kinda keep you stagnant? Of course you do, but you gotta think maybe God positioned you to be the friend that's going to elevate them. That's that's, real. that's the that's problem. Real. That's real. That's the problem. That's and I, I see a lot of rappers like if my circle ain't, ain't elevating me, then ain't not supposed to be in my circle. I see a lot of rappers in lyrics saying shit like that. Okay, but maybe God designated you to be the friend to elevate them and to bring your circle up with you. Okay. So what are you gonna real. do then? What are you you just gonna leave them behind? No, maybe they don't know better. In from the hood, sadly, we don't know better. Mm, Period. We don't. We don't know better. We don't know what better looks like. So maybe you were the guy, you were the person that God designated them to be better. So maybe just try a little bit, see how it goes. If they keep kind of pulling you back and they don't want to go with you, that's fine. But don't just be like, oh, I'm doing better, leaving them behind. So you're saying be the example. Be the example. I feel that. But what is better? I feel like better is subjective. You know what I mean? That's the word. I didn't say better. No, but but the only reason I say that is because I know a lot of people from the hood be like, "Oh, you bougie now. You think you you better than me." So yeah, essentially, course, they babes. don't want to elevate. Like they're comfortable and complacent where mm. they're at. So even when you try to elevate them or make them better, they're just like, you know, f you. I want to. You know what I mean? So it's just like, do you leave them behind? Or do you, you know, like, what do you do with that? <laughs> it's that simple word. If they from the hood, they know either you ready to go or you not. Mm-hmm. Period. You ready to go or you not. You going or you, you coming or you going. Period. That's, that's what it is. You coming or you going. Mm-hmm. You along for the ride or you not. Because if they not, they know what's up. Okay, I try my best. If they are, we sticking it out through thick and thin. It's simple as that. They know what's up. Period. I, I mean, at the end of the day, it all falls on them. It, I right. mean, you can't you can't bring somebody up with you. That's going to come from them. Yeah, they're going to choose to grow up with you. Mm-hmm. Are they going to choose to stay where they are? Yeah, I feel like you can definitely open the door, but you know, yeah, it's... we can definitely set the example. Yeah, but like that old saying is, I can lead a horse to water, but I can't make Thank that you, motherfucker right? drink. I can't yeah. do it. Yeah, I can't do it. You know, I think that's something that has to come off its own, you know. Mm-hmm. They have to want it, too. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Because you can't want it more for them than they want it for themselves. Absolutely. So. So that's real, you know. Um, but, you know, Nisha, here, you know, you have friendships, you know, from 25 years. That's. That's aspiring. Those are goals. Those are goals. Because I think that's very rare. You don't hear about that, especially as a, a, as a millennial. You know, maybe, you know, our parents have friends of 25 mm-hmm. years plus, but yeah. in our day and age, that's so rare to find. We so quick to cut somebody off. We so yeah, quick to remove ourselves, but invalid reason, you know. Um, but it's, it's, it's rare, it's rare that you find stuff like that, man. I think the idea of instant gratification is just what it always will be with our, you know, our age group. Um, and don't get me wrong, these people for 25 plus years, 
they they were cut off for moments and period of times in my life where we didn't talk for months. Mm -hmm. And that's what happens. And we were able to come back together. And, and it's been literally five years of just goodness, of just like, I love you, you love me. The pandemic even, even made it even better. Like, like you, like, this is my family. Like, you know, like, through thick and thin, I can lean on you. Like, you know, I lost my grandma. Like, they were the first ones to be like, what are you doing? Like, where are you at? Like, can I come see you? Like, what's going on? Like, you know, that's a blessing. And I feel as though I think it just stems from my mom. And like, like I said, coming from a single parent home and seeing her friendships, they were never perfect. Right. And my mom is freaking 50 plus her, and her friends still have their little tiffles and fallings out. And I'm just like, but that's been my aunt for years. Like my mom's best friends. Those, I call them my aunts. Those are my aunt for years. Aunt's aunts for years excuse me and they may have a fallen out for a month or so but i know that's not my aunt i'm still calling her my aunt even though y'all have your own tiffle i love her you know like and and it just shows it showcases like even when you get to 50 plus you still mm -hmm. gonna have to have a working relationship with your friends it's not it doesn't stop at 20 it doesn't stop at 30 this thing is going to be years of work like Generations like my aunt, you know, like that's my mom's god sister. They've been on each other since fifteen. My my mom is fifty five plus. They still be like having their own tables about stuff. That's still my aunt. I know I'm gonna see her in two years, even though y'all beefing, you know. And that's what I'm saying. Like you know, people go through stuff. People argue. But you just got to have that willingness on both parties to say, that hey, both part, parties, part, both parties part, to bring it back together. Part, it's both parties that, part, that know that, that like, part. I love you. I'm not God. I am not perfect. You are not perfect. But we want to make it work. You know? So, so it sounds like both parties have to value that, each yeah. other. That is so key. That is so hard to find both. Because think about it. You have one or the other. You have a person that wants to actually come and amend things, and mm -hmm. then you have one other person or two other people or three other people that are kind of stuck in their ways. Oh, I ain't doing that. I yeah. always have to do that. Like, it's something about putting that pride aside. Yeah. Man. Mm -hmm. It's something about putting that pride aside. You know, it's something about putting that and pride I aside. And I am not perfect. I hate apologizing. You will hear me to this day. I hate apologizing, but then it's also that other friend that holds you accountable to saying you did something wrong. That part. Mm -hmm. you, you need it to apologize. It takes a true friend to hold a you accountable. Friend. It you takes a apologize. true friend to you hold need you to apologize. You did something wrong. And when a friend tells you that you need to apologize, that's real. That's those type of friends I value. I don't want a friend gas me up, like curse no. her out. Mm -hmm. I want a friend to be mm -hmm. like, niche. Yeah. Let's reevaluate devil's advocate. Mm -hmm. This is what you did. That's real. You know? You That's need, real. So you need that. that. Real, yeah. Man. It's that friend who will hold you accountable mm -hmm. when you fuck up. Because we all shit. fuck Say up. Say that shit. Say that shit. <laughs> I do too. I will admit, I be saying stuff. My, my lip just be flying sometimes. I be saying stuff. I be going. But does it take time for the person to hold you accountable? Because obviously when you meet somebody, well, I don't know how it is for you, but if you first meet somebody and they're like, oh, you need to apologize. So it's like, first of all, I don't know you. What do you, and you don't yeah, know me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's just like. It takes time. It, it takes time. It that. takes time. It's the buildup. But it's also like, I think it's the maturity. You got to be mature too. Yeah. Like, but then, like, 
you gotta be mature within too. Like it's it's a two way street. Like I gotta be mature. My friends gotta be mature. The person I'm talk to talking to has to be mature too. Like that it's crazy. Like that's what I'm saying. Like therapy, baby. I will say that. I said this in the beginning of the podcast. I will say it right now as we get to the near end. Therapy is the greatest help that I ever had. Like I'm an impulsive person. That shit was not brought to me until I got into therapy. Like I'm very impulsive, quick to be like, ah, like let's go or I'm going to give it to you and that's it. But now, you know, as done therapy for a year, did it for a year, I know how to control myself, you know? And it's just that, that level of maturity of seeking that therapy taking it in and trying to be a better person i'm not perfect i still be snapping i'm a pisces baby we water signs we just be ready to go um but it's just that level of maturity to be like okay i do need to apologize and that thing hurts me to the core to apologize i hate apologizing it's not something i like it but also having a circle that will have you that will make you apologize when you do something wrong and you can tell them the story and they'd be like, I love you, Nish, but you did this. I'm like, yeah, I did. That's the type of yeah. friends that you want to keep in your Yeah. Family. No, you do. Especially if it's coming from a good place. Yeah. You know? Because yeah. some people will sure. always be like, oh, you're always wrong. It's just like, sometimes you have to reevaluate it. Like, what? Am I really always wrong? So, yeah. But as long as you know that person, like, is being like true. Genuine. Yeah, they, genuine. they want the best for you. They want to see you shine. They want yeah. you to see you be the best person that you could be. They, oof, those type of people you want to keep near and near to your heart. Mm-hmm. And you want to listen to them too. For sure. Yeah, that's definitely real, man. Definitely you need those friends that call you out on your shit. Keep you accountable. Yeah. We all need somebody to keep us accountable in this life, man. Yeah. Yeah, you do. It's, um... Yeah. You have a good friend or two or three that keep you accountable. They got a friend of me for life. Yeah. Straight but you up. also need to keep yourself accountable. Absolutely. At Amen to point, that. Like, Amen f- to that. That goes back to self-awareness, though. Yeah. Self-awareness, True. baby. <laughs> Don't be out here just snapping yeah. on people. You can't do that. You can't at all. Well, this, this was a good talk. It was. Good talk about friendships. What, were, what do you think were the major takeaways for you both? Um, I would say my major takeaways were, you know, realizing you can't call everybody friend. Mm. It's true. And really just knowing that friendship is really a two-way fucking street, yo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You got to get that reciprocity in friendship just as much as you need it in a relationship. You know, you got to get, you got to be the friend that you want to be. You literally have to do that, you know, so I'm appreciative of that and thankful as well. What mm-hmm. you think, Sandy? Yeah, I'm just, I know friendships are not perfect. Um, I'm open to friendships. I know that, yeah, it takes time. Um, yeah, just, I, I learned that there are help. Friendships can be healthy. Mm-hmm. So, um that's what I'm looking forward to. Like, you don't necessarily have to stop. Like, you can make friends as you get older. Absolutely. And you and you should. Absolutely. So, thanks again for, what was your for takeaway, dropping by. Mitch? 
my takeaways, um, I think the biggest thing for me is extending grace. Whew. Um, you have to continually do it. And you have to continually receive it. I think the biggest thing also is just the type of people that you're around, like their level of maturity. I think that yeah. will always continually be a big thing for me. And I just think I'm thankful for my three tiers of friendships, as I said in the beginning. Um, you know, my friends from home, you know, my sorority sisters and my friends in D.C., said E.A. Ford, you know, for continually growing me as a person. Um, it's been a blessing and it's been a great kind of position to be in my life when I have those tears who continually drive me to be a better person. So those are my takeaways. Do your friendship... I'm sorry, something came up. <laughs> let's go! <laughs> she said, let's go, let's go, let's no, go. No, like, wait, because you have tears, right? So yes. do they move up? Like, so do your sorority sisters move up? And do your DC friends... Like, I'm not like, oh, I want to be, like, next level. I love this. I, let's I, go, podcast. We're like, done. You thought I'm, we were done. We back, baby. I'm just wondering, like, how do you move up? Like, oh, babes. Babes, babes. How do you move up? Um... I think you don't, I don't, I don't think you move up, right? I think you just meet that threshold. The top tier threshold is being friends from home. You can become family, right? Mm -hmm. My friends from home were there with me, were there with me when I had nothing. Like when I was the chick who had to rely on them to get me to the movie, rely on them to pay for my dinners when we went out as friends. My line sisters, 90% of the way there, you know, like. And I feel like y'all, you're getting there, you know? Like, you got to get to that threshold of me calling you family because blood is sometimes not thicker than water, you know? We all know this, you know? So that's why I say my friends from home, they're like family. Everybody else is working their way to get to that threshold of the idea about being family. That's oh, just so everyone's like. moving up. Everybody's moving up. It doesn't get farther than that. Yeah. Gradually but surely, right? Gradually but surely, yeah. Friendships yeah. take time. That, that's yeah, a takeaway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. a takeaway right For there. sure, for sure. All right, well, cheers to friendships. Cheers to cheers friendships, to friendships. podcast. Yes. Free talk. Yes. We did this thing. Hey, yes. get it. Possible. We did. Now, I want to get another shout out, you know, to our guest, Niche, coming to come and talk with us today. Niche. Gang, 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 gang. From the Northeast, baby. <laughs> um, thanks, you guys, for tuning in, and um, we hope you enjoy. Yeah, check us out on the next episode of Free Talk. Absolutely.